Last time on the Decal Podcast. Tiger blood. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. For anyone who can't see, which is everyone. Yeah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're going to fight some zombies. We're going to get out of here. And then you watch TV and you're like, oh, safe space. All of a sudden you're like, wait, TV, why are you, why are you doing this to me? Awkward. Like, Come here, give me a hug. Yeah. Mm. She skins a what? man. She just goes, what? How is that funny, Dave? Uh, I'm not saying that. Spaceship. Spaceship. It's bloody white. Right. Ooh, edgy. And he's going to kill her for stupid quick save. Cut this future, Dave. Hell no. Hello and welcome to the T-Gal Podcast. This is where we talk about games, TV, movies, and all that other pop culture stuff. I'm Dave, and uh, yeah, this is Brody. This is the first time I could hear the intro music while we've been recording, and I was just jamming out. So I don't know where we're at, but it's amazing. Let's do this thing. And without any further ado, let's, let's get, get moving. moving. Okay, so like Dave said, welcome back to the TCAP podcast. Um, this week, what comes next, Dave? The sequel. When things are really, really good, you decide that was really, really good. I'm going to make another one. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that is good is, is the question we're going to answer today. Yeah, sometimes it's the second pancake that's the best pancake. The first one was a little bit of a mess. The second pancake's where it's at. But movies aren't like pancakes. I don't think that's a good analogy because the first pancake is pretty much always The first pancake is generally atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But yeah, maybe there are some pancakes out there. But I feel like uh, the the term that we've we've been describing in recent years, Mm -hmm. uh, since whenever we could talk about this, because it comes up enough that it's actually a disease that affects movies, Mm -hmm. is sequelitis. Oh, yeah. So when they give you much too much of a good thing in the first one you think yeah that was great that was wicked i love that and then they give you the second one and they don't give you all the things they need they just give you the things that made the first one really good and then the term that i've coined sequel ghetto <laughs> sequel ghetto sequelato <laughs> okay when you get that absolute superb amazing fresh moist yes the second pancake second. yep Right on. Mm. Um, so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about sequels. We're talking about things that came next, things that came after. Um, so no prequels in this one. We are leaving mm-hmm. prequels at the door. We're not talking about prequels. Um, and yeah, so that's what we're doing today. But first... The moves. <laughs> Here's the moves. We're back. So you got any news, Dave? I've, I've got a little bit of news. Well, okay. Last week, you set me a challenge. You didn't set me a challenge, but you mentioned a game that I should play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it turns, out, it turns out it's on PS Plus this month. Oh, It's amazing. one of the free games on PS Plus. So I'm just like, well, this doesn't take a genius. So I downloaded Stray. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been, yeah. it, it, it's, been, it's been kind of fun. There's these weird like rat things in it that are just... Oh, yeah. They're almost like vicious armadillo things that are just super fast and they're just... I don't know. They just fill you with the sense of like, uh, and there's one point they just come after you, and you're like, ah, and you got freaking book it. I mean, rats are crazy. Yeah, but these, are, they're, but they're not really rats. Are they king rats? They're kind of they're weird, sort of. They're almost like a like an armadillo kind of thing. And so they've got like this sort of. So they seem like they've got this outer shell. I don't oh, know. I haven't exoskeleton. I haven't gotten close enough to one yet because oh, 
they always run away and then there's one point where they just a million of them come out and they just start coming after you oh yeah, yeah. but uh so far so good it's a funny little fun little platform jump around get to the get to the thing you get separated from your uh your litter oh no hiya right at the start and that's why where i saw all the kittens yeah there's no um there's no talk there's gotta be noises there's no text or anything like you can meow at stuff and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and uh every now and then there's a like a sign that just has a arrow pointing you in your kind of direction and stuff like that but for the most part it's just like you just kind of got to figure it out sweet so i've been chipping through it it's been great i've been enjoying it so i don't know how it ends yet but uh yeah it's been it's been really fun i've been it's it was worth the recommendation oh yeah even if it goes really poorly from now i think it's i didn't pay any money for it so it's definitely worth it it's a, it's worth it the gonna... time that i've invested in it so far yeah true that like time is worth more than money like honestly yeah. like if if you pay like the 80 dollars for a standard game but then you end up spending like a hundred odd hours in this game because you love it so much yeah that's uh, that like price per minute yep unbelievable value i concur but this one free so price per minute is infinite infinity games anyway um so that's my better news infinitely gamelet okay dave oh sorry <laughs> moving on um we also have a little bit of, we got to chip through this pretty quickly mm-hmm. um but comic-con happened Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Like it like a lot of times, it's just like they just give you everything. Everything all at once. A little bit of everything all the time. That's a film that I want to see as well. There you go. Everything everywhere all at once is the there film you want to see. Um but yeah, that's so Mar- that's Marvel at the Comic Con. <laughs> yes, everything, everything. And on social media as well, to be fair. Um so you got a little list there of everything that's uh you wanna just rattle off there's just so much stuff like the um the new she-hulk trailer yep looks so good yeah it's i feel like they've because like last time we were kind of not excited about it but i feel like they've cleaned it up a lot yeah they cleaned it up they've added like some more more shots uh it seems like i thought it was going to be like a uh, like a 90s comedy oh, yeah like law comedy boss legal wow wow now yeah and then um uh black panther yeah two there's loads of chatter saying oh it's gonna from all the leak shots leak synopsis oh it's gonna be terrible like oh what they're gonna do with the black panther blah 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 and then the trailer just looks just jam-packed it do, but as with um a lot of marvel stuff they don't really tend to give you that much in the first one yeah yeah and like this one it looks like a lot but you don't really know what's going on true you you see all the turmoil and everything that um that they're trying to show you in the trailer. Yep. And obviously that comes across very well, but Ryan Coogler. What? Ryan Coogler. Yes. Unbloody believable. He did a really, really good job of the first one. But the shots that are in the trailer, yeah. I am so excited. It just looks absolutely gorgeous. The tone looks amazing everything about it okay it's unbelievable i'm excited too but uh we we've got a lot to get through so we shouldn't gush too much about a trailer but what else you got black so black panther it's gonna be great and then daredevil dead oh man i'm excited Mm. for daredevil yeah like born again charlie yeah charlie cox is back right he is and 18 18 18 episodes yeah yeah which is the gonna be the like is it gonna be 18 episodes in one season or is it like he's signed up for because 
18 episodes is going to be the longest Disney TV show, mm-hmm. or like Marvel TV show to date. So I'm kind of excited that like, they've got, because it is of that length, mm-hmm. I'm excited that they're not going to go with the, we're making a 10 episode movie. Yeah. It kind of feels like they're actually going to do a really good job of the show. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I got TV that, show, yeah, I got that sure. feeling for it. So it's like, I'm quite, that's that's one that I'm super excited about. And if it's anything like, um, if they get a, like the fighting and stuff like that and the action scenes as good as Daredevil 1 was, um, I'm. I hope it's gonna. It's gonna be real good. I at least think it's gonna be on par with that one. But with the the stunt coordinators that they have in all the films and even their TV shows and like Star Wars and stuff, it's probably gonna be better. Yeah, because they have some incredible stunts. Potentially people. better. No, I'd, I'd I'd be willing to put a dollar on it. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, right here. A gentleman's agreement. Huzzah. Those clasp hands. Ooh. Sorry, a little, little moist. <laughs> uh, but now I'm excited for that. Um, and then the the lineup, like the slate for it. Yes, Jesus Christ! Like the, season um, the uh, phase four, which is just coming to an end. Yep, like next year. Is it, is it the multiverse? Yeah, the mo- saga. The, yeah, the multiverse saga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is correct. Like, is that because like the Infinity Saga was phase one, two, and three? Yeah. And then is the multiverse saga going to be four, five, and six? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do we know? Because at the end of one, we knew that. Thanos is going to be the big bad. Mm-hmm. So I know that, and I know that uh, uh, Kang the Conqueror has been confirmed as the big bad. Oh, he's, he's in Ant-Man. One of the big bad. Yeah. He's in Ant-Man, but I don't know if he's been confirmed as the big bad. Well, the last two Avengers films, it's going to be very similar to Infinity, uh, Infinity War and yeah. Endgame, where it's going to be one film, well, it's going to be like those two films, but they're going to be one Avengers and then another film. I think it's Fantastic Four. I'm not sure if that's before or after. And then uh, another Avengers film. Yeah. But the first one is Kang Dynasty. Dynasty. Oh, yeah, right on. And then the next one is going to be Secret Wars. Yes. Yes! So I'm so excited for that. And they got Andrew Garfield signed on. So he's for sure going to be in it. Nice. Wow. Are you... uh, I'm going to take a... I'm I'm just going to ask this question. You're in a safe space here, Dave. Okay. Please don't attack me with a question for, for the thing that I'm about to ask you about. I'll put this are, knife down one minute. Are you a little, <laughs> now step away from the knife. Are you a little bit worried with the sheer volume of stuff? Because this is the most stuff mm-hmm. we've seen on a Marvel slate. I'm not worried at all. Oh, hell no. There is a lot of stuff for sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm just excited. Yeah, for I'm, all of it. It's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch all of it. It's what yeah. we do. Some of it's probably gonna be filler with quotations. Yeah. But it's it. I think they'll tie it in somehow uh, because that's what Marvel like to do. Um. But Moon Knight that was quote uh, quote unquote f- in filler because yeah. it had nothing to do with most of the other stuff really. It had the little tie-ins, but like technically it was just on its own, and that was really well done that was yeah. a really really good season I'm, but I'm looking at the the more uh, mainstreamy guys that we're used to seeing mm-hmm. like because I'm I was worried about th- like Thor I, you know how I feel about Thor yeah. and like I just uh, get a get a feeling you know I don't know I could be wrong I've I've I've, You're I've wrong. proclaimed the downfall of the MCU before and I was wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and I was right ah uh, yeah but at some point, all good things must come to an end. 
Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be now. I think they're going into a n- whole nother ball game. With, yeah, but it's 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 so next. spread out and it's so it's there's so much quantity of stuff. They're yeah. going to they're going to like it's inevitable they're going to start whiffing on things. Well, they did that with Infinity War and Endgame. Like they they had a lot of things to tie in and put into one and they did that extremely well. That's another thing that I'm a little bit um like bummed about. The Russo brothers aren't coming back to do the other Avengers yeah which would have been absolutely amazing because then they could have put their kind of like spin their, they could have put their spin on like four times the amount of characters oh yeah true and a million times the space yeah what is it the time what on beta earth do they want from us inspector questions of what they want from us constable but when <laughs> blow me inspector okay um I think we should... That's a lot of news. We're getting better at coping with news. I don't know if you yeah. notice this. If you're at home, I'm talking straight to your, into your headphones right now. Should I curb my enthusiasm? <laughs> Shut up! Um, have you got any other news? Is there anything else you've watched recently? Oh, Last Night in Soho. I watched Last Night in Soho recently. Oh, yeah, that's I, the Edgar Wright. Yes. Film, isn't it? Uh, thriller, horror-esque kind of... It's definitely more like... A, it's more of a supernatural thriller mm-hmm. than a horror yeah yeah um so there are a couple of jump scares and there's a cu- there's a sense of dread and stuff like that but I, it doesn't and there's a couple of gory bits mm-hmm. but it's not like a full-on typical horror film it's definitely more of a thriller and i really really liked it i'm generally the kind of guy who's like i try to um figure out what's going on in the film yeah um before the end of the film I, I, I don't really rise at me. So. <laughs> I, uh, so that's what I try to do. And yeah. uh, last night in Soho, there was, there's two bits. There's two kind of, uh, kind of gotcha moments that like, there's two things you, you know, there's two pennies that drop. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I got one of them and then I got the other one, like right as they're revealing it. Oh, you know, it's yeah. like you catch a glimpse of the thing as they're unwrapping the present kind of thing, like like Vecna kind of thing. Ah, uh, no, because I had Vecna. Early. I had my suspicions of Vecna earlier. Oh, um, with both, yeah, like him being one yeah. and then him being the orderly. Yeah, I had my I had my uh, suspicions with I. Oh yeah, I had, I had that. Okay. Um, but with this one, it's like I don't want to give away too much, but um, yeah, it's 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 like oh, it's almost like if uh, if with Vecna right at that point where they're like where she's about to blast him through the wall mm-hmm. and you're like oh he's oh yeah, yeah maybe yeah. a little bit before that but as they're starting to reveal stuff you're like oh you know they're not it's not just a sweeping revelation it's like a, a couple little wispy bits before they just go out and dump it yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like it's at that point where i'm just like oh my oh my god like the last little hint they're like it's the last little like last chance to get it before the big twist and it was like that last little crumb of a hint i'm just like ah but it was still brilliant oh yeah um, i got watched behind the scenes of the uh the dancing bit yeah and they did a ton of that um yeah. practical whereas kind of like they were they were doing the dancing and they hid one of the dancers like one of the actors and then when they were doing like a cross shot well, that actor would just jump out, and then the other act, actor would jump in, yeah. and you would just carry on with the um, with the choreography. Yeah, it's 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 beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they've done it is really good. Um, so it's pretty much 
a clairvoyant uh, goes to fashion school in London. She starts singing. Uh, she, so the whole thing at the at the start is that she can see her mum. Her her mum has passed away, she, and she can see her mum. I haven't seen mum in, in years. It's 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 a right grand. I'll be fine in London. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to London, and she starts to like uh, connect with this person from the sixties through her through her gift. Oh yeah, and that's that's where it starts. This is where the fun begins. And then that's where things got out of control, uh, and it sort of goes from there. It's this young lass in the sixties trying to make her way in show business, and in, uh, like it doesn't go super well for her, and that's the that's the start, and that's where Thing, you are. Things and the stuff and the yeah, the, and then it launches from there. Matt Smith yeah. is in it. Um, oh, yeah. He's come a long way from being the doctor. Mm-hmm. He uh, as the, as the doctor, he's the bumbling fool that you just want to be friends with, <laughs> and Matt Smith in this one is. A different kind of character altogether. Different beast. He does. He does. Um, he does a screamy, like angry Brit very well. You know, like you know, the, you know the kind of Brit that I'm talking about. <laughs> Who me? Emotional damage. Oh, not you. Um, but yeah, so that's last night. And so I, I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch it again solely because I feel like once you know, it's not the movie that. Like, I might watch it again to just see if I can... Like, kind of like when you watch Fight Club again. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. you watch it again to see if you... See any, like, the little uh, little clues yeah. that get left behind. So, I'll probably watch it again for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how many times... I don't know how much how good the rewatch is it, but it's definitely something that if, you, if you're a fan of the thriller kind of genre, um, I would definitely check it. Like, a supernatural thriller, I'd definitely give it a look because it's... It's not usually my cup of tea, but it was absolutely fantastic. I loved every second of it. You can't fight Edgar Wright. Yeah, he's, he does a, he, does he a is job. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's me for the news. That's all my news. With that out of the way, let's get to the main event. All right. It's time! Okay, so main event time. Main event time, let's do it. We're going to go with games first. Round one. Fight. I'm gonna go old school with my first one. Oh, I'm gonna go real old school. I'm gonna go with the game that one that my dad played in university. Whoops! You have to put the CD in your computer. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Break out your canes, guys. Yeah. Your walkers, your Zimmer frames. MS DOS, like the original Doom, was sick. Yes. The original Doom, where you're running around doing your thing, you've got. Uh, it's it's just really it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. like you know it's a classic classic game um, and it's on everything and it is on everything and you Literally. can get it for nothing now like yeah. you can get it for like four cents or something like that I'm pretty sure someone put Doom you're able to play Doom inside a game of Doom yeah I think so something like that yeah and, I know, and then on I like know you can play dispenser it. as well like McDonald's thing yeah I know sure. you can play it on a graphics calculator <laughs> Um, that is awesome, right? Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so it's like it's definitely like it's it's a it's an old game. Yeah. But the thing is, Doom Two, mm-hmm. Doom Two, when you come back and you have the double barrel shotgun, and you're just really sort of getting into it, and mm-hmm. just so many hours of just replayability on that game. The original Doom. Ultraviolence, Nightmare, I'm Too Young to Die, all those sort of different levels and stuff like that. The classic cheat codes where you just type in the cheat. Yeah, like yeah. IDDQD, IDKFA and stuff like that and you're on. Like it's it's such a fun game and the second one was just, like the first one was good but when Doom 2 came out, 
just the sheer magnitude of like the extra monsters mm-hmm. like the um the like the mancubus when the mancubus comes in and it's just like it's just this bigger nastier monster that you, know, you didn't deal with anything like that in doom one and all of a sudden it's there and it's just a beast when i when i think of sequels like doom 2 is one of those ones where it's just like it's every part of it is just fantastic there's nothing that you can fault they've improved on every single aspect of the previous game yeah yeah and the previous game was good anyway so this being as good as it is makes it like top tier amazing game i also remember just like watching my old man play it and just Mm -hmm. like on a on an office chair <laughs> like and he's just like got his butt like super far away from the table and like as the cyber demons like launching rockets at him he's like actively jumping around the corner and stuff like that and it's just like yeah he was just really getting into it it was always funny because always whenever home and away came on the tv mm-hmm. he'd he, like whoever was on the computer because we only had one computer back in the old days uh before we had the playstation or anything we had one computer it had all the games on it and whenever home and away was on the tv doesn't matter what you were doing on the computer didn't matter if you were doing a like a super important homework assignment or anything like that. He's like, nah, my time on the computer. So for if nothing else, for that half an hour every single day, he'd have the computer and he'd just be like, nah, I'm playing my game. Would I rather be feared or loved? Um, easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. And it'd be doomed. Fair man. enough. It doesn't matter. I don't know how many times he's, he's completed that game, but he's completed it so much and he still played it all the time. Stress relief. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait! Everybody calm down! No! So I'm gonna go with a similar vein, just because I um, I wanted to tie in. Yeah. Except Sonic 1. Uh huh. It was good. I mean, it was introduced to the character, into the environment. Yeah, it was fun, colorful, short, so you boom, 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 you're in. It was hard. Um, but it brought you into that sonic 2 came out literally just blew it out of the water absolutely fantastic game like longer better mechanics better levels better music like the music alone yeah in sonic 2 is just unbelievable it was just absolutely incredible bosses were amazing the spin was fantastic so going from an okay game to an absolutely fantastic game it just it makes it so much better nice yeah um what are your feelings on mario 2 like super mario 2 oh this is uh i was gonna bring it up but i was gonna be give it as a caveat as like mario 2 it wasn't the sequel to mario 1 really yeah especially for western audiences so you can say it's the it's one of the worst sequels because yeah, c- it didn't really like do justice to the first one. Yeah. What happened with Mario Two? Because it didn't. It, um. I uh, and if you know more about this, like, feel free to just cut me off. But yeah. wasn't it like it was not originally going to be a Mario game? So the original Mario Two got released in Japan. Yep. Uh, and it was way too hard for Western audiences. Okay. So they were like, "We're we're not going to do that. We're going to take another game." Uh, no, we need to get another game out. What are we going to do? And they were developing another game. I can't remember the name of it. It was called Doki Doki Panic, you dumbass. Uh, and they were like, we're just going to add Mario sprites to it. Oh, Give okay. It, call it Mario 2. Okay. 
Uh, and it was a fun game. It just wasn't really a Mario yeah. game. Because if you go Mario 1, Mario 3, Mario 3 is... The, I, I think that's the direct sequel. Yeah. And that's the best, one of the better sequels. Yeah, Mario 3 is, is, a, is a really fun game. Mario 1 was great. Yeah. We talked about was, sta- save states last week. Mm-hmm. Mario th- uh, was Mario 3 was one of those games where I had it, like, because I played it on an emulator. Yeah. And, like, I, the number of times I, like, had a save state where it was, like, just before I got hit with a hammer or just before I fell off a cliff or something like that. That mm-hmm. was, like, a brutal with Mario 3. Oh, yeah. Mario 3 was just fan- just amazing, really. Yeah. Like, Mario 1 was great. Mario 2, I, I wouldn't really consider that a sequel. But so if you were to Mario. consider a sequel because, you know, chronologically, it's Mario 2. Yeah. It's not a good sequel. No, no, no. Like, in any way. Brutal, savage, wrecked. It's a good game. I just, it's not a good sequel to the first Mario. Correct. Because it just doesn't seem like a Mario game. I really liked it game. Like, I liked all the me- mechanics and stuff of it. And I liked that you did a lot of up yeah levels like vertical levels rather than yeah. if you horizontal. play it, if you play it like um if you play it thinking that you're in a dream mm-hmm. then it kind of it's kind of okay yeah and like, then they did release the mario 2 quotations called uh, mario the lost levels yeah and it was it was hard yeah yeah especially like for a, like a young kid especially with how hard those games are actually yeah when you go back to it bloody hard that's what she said. <laughs> yep. And then speaking of Mario, just just to add it in, Super Mario Land for the Game Boy was a good game. Super Mario Land 2, fucking crazy good. Nice. It was so much better. Nice. Like, fantastic game. Just added so much length to it. So many more um, different types of levels. And you could kind of, like, go anywhere rather than going, oh, one, one, blah, 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 blah. It was... You could go in kind of what what direction you wanted to go. Yeah, it's just brilliant game. Right on. If we're on the subject of bad sequels, mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy Ten Two. <laughs> Final Fantasy Ten Two yeah. is it's it's an it's an okay. It'd be in, like I would probably like it a lot more if it had nothing to do with Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. But in terms of like um like a successor to and paying off on the story and fitting into the world that was. Yeah, it's it's a far and away like just not nearly as as good a game. No, God, please, no, no. As mm-hmm. good a story, as good in any way as as Final Fantasy X. So like the gameplay is very different. Um, the just the way you you uh, deploy your characters um, from Final Fantasy X, how you've got like a whole party of like seven characters. And you need to balance out all this stuff. Um, in Ten Two, it's like you've got the three main characters, but you can pretty much like dress them up as different roles. Mm-hmm. And it's so you can change one from a summoner to a uh, to a gunner to a warrior to a this that or the other. Damn it, man! I'm a doctor, not a physicist. And that's how you deploy your party instead. So it's it's you deploy these three characters differently. Uh, and it's just not as good. Oh. Like it's not a bad game, but if you come and if it was made because of the success of Final, it was the first time that um that they made a sequel to a Final Fantasy game, and it was made because Final Fantasy X did really well, and it was just not as good as Final Fantasy X. Like it would have just been better if they had just made another Final Fantasy game. 
Yeah. That was kind of similar to 10 and they would have probably made a lot of that because uh, Final Fantasy 10 was the first one on the place on the PS2 mm-hmm. and it grabbed a whole bunch of people if you just had made Final Fantasy 11 which I think was like an online strictly online game or something like that but if you had just made Final Fantasy 11 like and poured all your Final Fantasy 10 to time and effort into just making a different game in the same sort of time frame it would have been way better that is correct bloody Final Fantasy should be called the beginning realdom. Get out. Falcon Punch! So do you want to just chip through some really quick honourable mentions? Uh, honourable mentions, Mario Galaxy 2. Yes. Right it was fa- a fantastic sequel. Halo 2. Brilliant game. First, Ooh. first game, awesome. Halo 2. Fantastic. Ta- time Splitters 2 was wicked. Yeah. There we go. Like, Time Splitters 2 was amazing. Te- te- Tekken 2. Oh, yes. That's another good one. My brother did got this spin kick thing. He was way better than I was. And then I found out how to stab people with Yoshimitsu's sword. (laughs) But it's the motion of it takes so long that if you just like stay on the floor and don't stand up, it goes over the top and then you leave yourself exposed to like all sorts of monstrosities. And he learned how to counter as well. Mm -hmm. So when he learned, by the time he learned how to counter, that was the beginning of the end of that game for me. We stopped playing it very shortly (laughs) after that because he's just like, he'd just stand there doing nothing and he'd just be like, counter, whooped your butt. I'm just like, counter bang counter bang counter mm-hmm. bang i just lost all the time so it's like all right fine let's play something else <laughs> yeah rage quit not exactly a rage quit just like a i'm not gonna play anymore yeah tv safe yeah. space <laughs> um and uh on a uh, dishonorable mention i guess um pokemon's gold and silver um, they're kind of fun in the fact that you get to go back to Kanto afterwards mm-hmm. but in terms of um, they added the day-night cycle as well oh yeah but in terms of the actual uh, deployment of the game the level curve in it is a mess mm-hmm. the the they put zero work into any of the new it's the you could tell it was rushed things like little nitty-gritty things that you don't necessarily notice playing the game mm-hmm. like they cut and pasted um, Char- a, lot of, a lot of Charizard stats onto Typhlosion so it's like uh, the fire starter has the same plays out the exact same way and they just kind of copy and paste it and none of the gym leaders have um, their regional like Pokemon so like uh, they've got all these new Pokemon and stuff like that but none of the gym leaders have with the exception of um, Whitney with their Miltank it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up um, yeah, yeah. they don't have their like local teams they still have teams from Gen 1 so it's like it's kind of a bit of a mess in terms of like you know, it was fun when it came out, but it hasn't. When when you look at things that they did with the later generations, sp- particularly Gen three, because Gen three was amazing. Gen two just was very very rushed. Just dropped the ball a bit. Oh yeah, you can't. You, it's it's more the fact that they yeah. were just trying to just get it out as quickly as you can and cash in because. They made so much money off Gen one. I, I they it was probably more the more so Nintendo than it was actually. Game Freak. Yeah, but they were like they didn't know how long it was going to last. Yeah, yeah. And in hindsight now, it's like you could have spent all the time on Gen 2. But at the time, they were just like, just get it out because we don't know public opinion fades so quickly. Yeah. Take it back! Um, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's me for games. Cool. All right. Let's, uh, let's hit TV. Round two. Fight. Sweet. I think we kind of should keep TV short and sweet. Yeah. I reckon we do a couple goods and then a couple bads and then move on to movies. Sweet. Uh, just quickly, real quickly, a uh, couple of dishonorable mentions right off the bat. Oh, wow. Uh, Firefly, Almost Human. Oh, yeah. The fact that they didn't have a sequel is a travesty. Nothing is impossible. 
No, what are you waiting for? Do it! Um, there are so many. So many one and dones out there. And when they make oh, the cape. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's, there are so many one and done shows out there that are fantastic. And they make like, I don't know how many seasons of The Walking Dead we got. Uh, there are just so many shows that ran too long. And there are so many shows that, well, we'll probably touch on it again later. But there are so many shows that should have had more sequels and should have had more stuff, but didn't. So that's my little rant for the start. Let's do this. We love rants here. It's all about the rants. So my rant is Heroes. Oh, man. Heroes was wicked. The second season, though. Yeah, because the first season was all about... Um, Se- the first season blew it out of the park. And then the second season, it just faded so quickly. Yeah, because they... Like, the second season was a mess, right? Because they were jumping yeah. in and out of time. It just wasn't that good. It wasn't very... Um, um, cohesive yeah it felt a bit it definitely felt um rushed and on upon further reading it was on the writer's strike oh yeah so that's probably the main reason why it wasn't very good yeah but the um, first one had so much it was so well thought out yeah and it, so it well was, executed exactly the, the execution of it was just fantastic and then it was like a basically like a brand new thing sort of brought to the masses save the cheerleader save the world yeah and just like saves the cheerleader and doesn't save the world Spoilers! basically a comic book in tv form yep back when before they were making comic books in tv form yeah yeah pretty much uh yeah so i was a little bit bummed because i really enjoyed the first one true watching it every week it came out and then when the second season just like oh yeah this mm. isn't anywhere near as good mm. still watch it there right second season of community fantastic just first season was amazing second season boom amazing as well yeah yeah even better just because there is the character growth yes. that i really liked and then it kind of like gave you little inklings of what was going to happen in the third season too yeah so it's a bit chang <laughs> i think uh the second season of rick and morty i think was also quite good Gay! uh yeah so the second season of rick and morty was like probably mm-hmm. the best season of rick and morty because once once you came back into the third season with um because the third season was when rick and morty got huge mm-hmm. and that's when it was super popular so the i think it was episode three of season three was pickle rick oh shit dog oh yeah pickle which rick. is arguably the most uh famous um episode of rick and morty but at that point that's when so you see rick in the first couple mm-hmm. in the first two seasons he you see him winging it you see him like like stuff is happening stuff is going wrong and he's like oh, i don't know morty let's just let's just get out of here morty i don't know um whereas in the in season from season three onwards he is the smartest man in the universe and mm. he's almost like a god oh and he's so rarely rattled all right so from 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 the first one where he's like he's smart enough to think his way out of every problem yeah in season three, he knows he's smart enough to think he's way out of every problem. Oh yeah, and that's it. Seems like such a subtle difference, but it, he almost becomes so overpowered. The sense and and Morty has Morty's character decays in all sorts of ways as well. He's not like it's it's gets it gets weird from season three onwards. There's still some funny stuff, yeah, and there's still some cool moments, and there's still some moments where it's just like <laughs> oh, that's hot. It gets it gets a little bit weird, but season one and, and particularly season two is when they got the funding and they had the time yeah. to put in the effort that they wanted to put in, and they weren't tired of the idea. Because by the end of uh, by the end of uh, Rick and Morty, and it's still I don't know if it's still going now or not, but once it once from season sort of four 
um, Dan Harmon is starting to take jabs at his audience kind of thing in his writing oh. and the way it's done. And it's just like, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel as, it's not as much fun. Surprise, motherfucker. You know, it becomes a bit of, bit more of a monster. But in season one and two, it's still a lot of fun and they're still making this show that they want to make. Mm-hmm. And they're still dialed in for making it. And season two in particular is just a really well executed and well, well done, like, and all the fun things from the first one improved on in the second one. There's lots more international travel and stuff like that. But it's before Rick gets too big for his boots and becomes too like super overpowered. Season two for sure, bro. Weird. And uh, I'm going to jump in with a bad one, True Detective. You didn't like season two? I just Wait. didn't. It was Sorry, I think I watched True Detective in a weird order. Who's, who's season two? Come on, man. Uh, Colin Farrell and... It's not, it's not Colin Farrell with Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn season three? Season three. I mean, it's not yeah. as good as the first one. The first one was dope. first one was just incredible. Yes. And then it it just it didn't have the, like, the, t- the tone, like the style. It, it kind of lost lost its way, really. So going from one, going some, from that high to season two, it's just like fizzle. And then it kind of like makes you lose your um, enthusiasm to carry on watching it. Yep. Case in point. I never watched the third one. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, I Fair mean, enough. this isn't very good. Uh, and then, good one is Arrested Development. First season was, it, it's just so funny. And then the second season just adds in so much more to it. But I'm afraid I prematurely shot my wad. I love the, um, like the shooting style of it. It's just very quick. That I think that's why I like The Office as well because it's so fast. There's like a joke every single second of this show it's just friggin hilarious and the ca- the cast is just fantastic uh but then the second season just adds in so much more the first season was kind of like a, a pilot season and the second one is their first sort of kind of like full debut and it just it had so much more stuff yeah yeah and like the the writing was better the jokes were better the acting was awesome as well it wasn't bad acting in the first one. I think everyone killed it. Like Jason Bateman, it's freaking hilarious. Will Arnett, arguably one of the better ones. Yeah. In that in that show, just hilarious. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that does us for. I could we could go on, but mm-hmm. I think we're good for TV. We should we should stop watching TV, Dave. Hell no. It's my safe space, and we should get into some movies. Round three, fight. So let's let's just let's just dive straight in, Dave, and let me ask you a question. <clears throat> What's the greatest movie sequel of all time? Empire Strikes Back. Oh, such a normie pick. No, I know. no, it is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what makes a good sequel? What makes a good movie sequel? What, what in your mind? What makes a good movie sequel? Tell me more, so for movies, it'd have to take the elements from the first one, and then add sort of like more stakes. Yeah, to the second one, maybe add a few more, a few more elements to it, but use the first one and then just move it along rather than taking it and then just adding loads and loads and loads of stuff to it. Yeah, because then it just it just it just adds too much more. I do feel like it's important for a sequel to be able to stand up by itself. Mm -hmm. Um, like it's it's you've almost got two different styles of sequel you've got a sequel that got made because 
um, because the first movie did really well. Yeah. Um, and then you've got sequels that are made because they're like, so you know, things like Anchorman 2, you know, if Anchorman 1 didn't do good, Anchorman 2 would have never got made. No. All right. So coming into Anchorman 2, you've got to make sure like it's, it's not as good as Anchorman 1. No, no, no. Because they just, all they did is they took all the sequel, classic case of sequelitis. They took all the good things from Anchorman 1 and just give you more of them. The human torch was denied a bank loan. And they didn't have, the story isn't as just generally well, fun, like funny compared to like the first one. Because the, the, even the story in Anchorman 1 is funny. Yeah. And the story in Anchorman 2 is just not nearly as funny. Like if you if you took everything else, all the gravy and all the trimmings out of Anchorman 1, mm-hmm. it'd still be a funny comedy. Like if you took all of the trimmings and stuff out of Anchorman 2, it wouldn't be a funny comedy. Like it just... Yeah, I think they did. The hijinks that ensues is not as hijinky as the first one. Yeah, I think what... It's like in comedy specific where it they need to have like a good funny story you need to have a reason and then to do, do it. loads of ad libs yes. to it to make it even funnier whereas Anchorman 2 are probably like the story was super like meh yeah and then they did loads of ad libs because oh that was the funny yeah. funny parts and they so they just told the same jokes and just made a story to try and tie the jokes together yeah so it doesn't it's not as good so that's the one kind of sequel the other kind of sequel you've got is um the 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 part of a part of a story like empire strikes back yeah lord of the rings two towers um that's kind of you know it's the middle two spider-man two it's the middle chunk in the trilogy of the of the overall arching like not necessarily a trilogy but it's the it's the it's the part of the story that you're trying to tell you know yeah yeah so um and with those particular kinds of sequels it's important that they take what came before them build on it and pay all that off. A message from the government of Canada. But also tell their own story and pay off their own. And that's why sequels are really hard to do because it's like it's got a, it's got to cater to a lot of different things, right? You and you have a look at something like, um, like The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. The con- the continuity between New Hope and Empire is not perfect. No. Um. No way did. Uh, George Lucas know that they were going to be siblings in the first film. <laughs> uh, no way, no way. You can't tell me otherwise. There's no way he thought that. Okay, I'm not going to tell you. Um, so it, but it, it, it so it, it plays off on the first one. It adds, um, like you don't because you don't have Yoda in the first one, no. right? Yoda comes into the second. Yoda comes into Empire, and that's when and his whole introduction is just amazing. Hello there. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's the say he's the the you know the most like amazing Jedi ever and he's just being a nuisance in a swamp like <laughs> yeah. that whole thing and he's just like picking up and R2D like from what we know from the prequels and stuff like R2D knows who he is at this point yeah like so come on but that whole that whole thing it just pays off and it builds around the lore and stuff like that so well and then sets up like it tells its own story and then it sets up return beautifully well so it Pays off on the one that came before it, tells its own story, and it sets up the next one. You compare that to um, the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. right? Did it pay off? Hold on to your butts. You could say uh, the that Last Jedi. The Last Jedi was its own film. You could say that. Yes, but does it? But is it a good sequel? I think at one point. No, it's not. It's, I don't think it's a good sequel. I think when you look back on everything, like the Last Jedi is probably going to be the best movie out of those mm-hmm. three. But the reason why that 
whole trilogy is such a train wreck is because it doesn't pay off what came before it. It actively throws it out yeah. in the first minute of the movie. It's just like, nah. I'm and it spends the whole... So Force Awakens sp- spends the whole time telling you that the past is important only for the second one to tell you that it's dead, let it die. Only for the third one to come back and be like, oh, no, just kidding. The past is actually important. JK, lol. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. But it, in terms of the overarching trilogy and how well it sits with the first one, it's terrible. It's a terrible sequel. Yeah. It's, it's not uh, even sequelitis. It's just... It's almost the opposite of sequelitis. It takes nothing from the one that came before it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yes. Within the Star Wars universe, like if Rian Johnson were to do a film that had a like tie to a Star Wars, yeah, uh, but he's doing it uh, doing his old own thing, it would be amazing. I legit I think. think if he had it done solo, yeah, it would have saved Jesus the sequel Christ. trilogy and saved Solo, because he wouldn't have done any like he wouldn't have cared about any of the stuff. Yeah, he would have yeah. just told his own thing, and then at the end of it, he's like, "All right, sweet, I'm Han Solo." Yeah, but like. He would have done a way better job of that, and he would have because he wouldn't have cared about the Kessel Run, and yeah. he wouldn't have cared about it. Would have been it would have been wicked, and it wouldn't have the 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 lack of cohesion in the second in the in the sequel trilogy wouldn't have been as bad. And his name is Brody. That's always been my gripe with Star Wars is George Lucas, uh, uh, as much as he like did loads of the like prequels that were questionable he told one story throughout and he was the one who wrote it yes uh like he did all the story for the originals but he didn't do like the screenplays which that's fine because who likes sand you know uh whereas the sequel trilogy that was done by like tons of different people yeah it was done by a vat of manatees (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah, like it's it's just not as it's not cohesive. So, mm. and you have a look at there are so many um, there are so many book series out there that like you know it's because it's the writer making their own choices and stuff like that. And you can tell when a writer gets backed into a corner and they're dealing with something that they don't want to deal with, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily and the the end of the thing kind of fizzles. Um, but at least you get a semi cohesive story all the way through. And even if they yeah. don't make the right choices and stuff like that, it it works from start to finish in in one way or another yeah like attack of the clones i want to bring that up because i think that's probably it's definitely not a good sequel in comparison in in comparison to phantom menace i think phantom menace kind of like brought in and then attack of the clones was just kind of a meh but it was a cohesive story it was from point a to point c expletive damn it master i am an assassination droid not a dictionary and more council meetings more senate meetings that's what we need that's what the people want yeah and that's what was kind of boring about it yeah but it did have its it did have its moments and had the yoda fight i loved the yoda fight at the time i thought it was great it was a bit messy but it's a kid's film dave i know i know (laughs) which is why they want more senate meetings yeah It is. It is all kids' films, and yeah. like I'm, sh- I'm like an adult. I l- I enjoyed them all. I'm sure as a kid I would enjoy them all. Caveat: You know what else is a kids' movie? 
Tell me. How to Train Your Dragon. You know what is one of the best sequels on this entire planet? How to Train Your Dragon 2. How yeah. to Train Your Dragon 2. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon 2 is arguably the perfect sequel. Alright? The first the first movie yeah. tells its story. Yeah. Alright. The second one just expands. It doesn't uh it doesn't uh, nerf anything that happens in the first one mm -hmm. all it does is expand on how good the first one was yeah. so in the first one and because of where it left where the first one ends uh, where humans are starting to develop relationships to dragons oh yeah going into the second one mm -hmm. you've got almost a clean slate with how you introduce the town it's not like in other ones where it's just like oh no we need to get this character back to where they were at the start of the first movie so they can go through all that character development again because that's what made the first movie so compelling. You don't have to do that with How to Train Your Dragon 2 because the whole thing is like people are figuring out how to, deal, how to live with dragons. Oh, yeah. And you're not, they're not going to make the same mistakes twice because they can't possibly go back to where they were. Mm -hmm. Right? It goes back and... and and touches back with so many of the previous characters and it's all fantastic like it's all it you know they pay off in every character so well yeah um hiccup and toothless relationship um expands so much more which is just perfect they introduce the concept of the alpha you find out that hiccup's mum is still alive and yeah. she's a dragon whisperer as well so you kind of like his whole thing makes sense like i know who i am now because yeah and then for his dad to come through finally accept him and then ultimately like not make it to the end of the film it's huge the whole the whole thing is so expertly done like they mend the relationship between the dad and the kid only for the dad to die at a really like devastating time no! and just every single part of it is just like it's just so brilliantly done everything that's in the first good from the first one is better in the second one everything that was okay in the first one it's better in the second one there's no uh continuity errors it's just so fantastically done 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 best sequel ever i'm gonna argue with you yeah let's dance ben affleck no i i know i totally agree with you but i think um <clears throat> dawn of the planet of the apes is a better sequel than your sequel Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. You reckon? 100%. What makes it so good? Rise of the Planet of the Apes was a very, very good film to yes. begin with. And then, as we've discussed, it um, Dawn takes all the good things, pushes it forward, expands it a little bit, and then everything else just is just gained 1,000%. The the acting, it, it, the CGI. It does get pretty good. The action scenes and stuff like that. Damn you! Absolutely, yeah. Mind blown. That's one. That's a movie that you have to watch with the with the sound. You need you need a subwoofer that's gonna shake the chair that you're sitting on. Yes. Like, just the way that every scene in it just builds. It's so good. Like, I think that's one of the best trilogies. I think we should do that in like a future podcast. Sure. Like the best, like the best Shut trilogies. Best we, we got we got time. Yeah, yeah. We got like a thousand episodes to get through of this thing before our funding drops out. So we got time. Boom. And then, <laughs> uh, so I think this is a really good um, trilogy. And I, but I think the like Dawn is by far the best one. Yes. Because it's like the like an arch where Rise, it's a Rise. Yes. Starts going up. And then Dawn is just like right at the top. It's just yeah, 
That's so where it's like the sun Rise comes is up. like the roller coaster when you're going up and up and up and up and up. And Dawn is like, imagine like as you get to the top and you're cresting the top of the roller coaster, the sun is rising and you know the shit's about to get, uh, stuff's to get, about to get real. <laughs> and then it all goes mental. But yeah, I'm, I totally forgot that like that existed. Like, yeah. I didn't forget that it existed, but I was like, when I was thinking about sequels, I wasn't because I think about that in such a tight trilogy kind of. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like War is a really good ending. It's it was not as good as the. I don't think it's as good as the first two, but it's a really really good ending. Is it Woody? Oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. so good in that. We're not talking about the trilogy. No, We're not no, talking no. about the third one, but like, yeah, it's such a. It's it's good. It's yeah. If you haven't watched it, people at home. Uh, check it out. I'd say one of the better trilogies out there yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. So, have you got anything else in your little list of things to do? Um, uh, I had just How to Train Your Dragon 2, Two Towers, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. uh, Spider-Man 2, just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, with the points that we said before, just first one, take it, just makes it better. Um, and then, I think Born Supremacy is a really, really good sequel as well. Yeah, true. Because I like the born, um, born identity. Yeah, brings it in, and then born supremacy. Just kind of like, it's not amazing, but it's definitely a really good. It's definitely a really good sequel. Yeah, because it just takes that, adds it, and then just adds more spectacle. Yes, to it. I really enjoyed Mission Impossible too. Oh, yeah. sorry, no, better. Switching gears really quickly. <laughs> Terminator Two. Yeah, that's kind of a given. Terminator sure. 2 with yeah. a liquidator, like with the liquid, the T... 1000? T2000. T9000? T whatever it is, the, the liquid metal guy. I'm going to add that in post because I don't want to sound like a... True. No chance. But he's so good. And the, yeah. like, do you, like, did you see that he got he got in such good shape for that? Uh, he kept catching the motorbike? Catching it? Yeah. So uh, there's a scene where he's like running the motorbike down. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he's just like... And he's he got in such good shape because... The whole thing was he wanted to make sure he never looked out of breath because he's a robot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he came into that thing in, like, peak physical condition. <laughs> so and so the, the, the scene where he's the, they're chasing after the motorbike and they're like, you can't run away too fast. But he comes out and because he's in such good nick, yeah. he just comes out and he just keep kept catching up to him. So they had to do that take, like, a, like a bunch so of times good. because he's just, like, not, not breathing at yeah. all because he's in such good shape. He just kept catching it. Catch you later, cop dudes. But yeah, no, that's banging. Yeah, that's a that's another really really good sequel. Yeah, the kid in it's so good. Um, oh, Wolfie, what's wrong with Wolfie? Your parents are dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of James Cameron, Aliens. Oh, true. It's a trap. But it's on my worst. It's on your worst. Oh, yeah. But it's it's not the worst. I think it. I I I think I was being too bit bit too rash. Uh, it just Alien was such a tight horror film. Whereas Aliens was just an action-packed thriller-ish film. So in keeping in taking it and then going further, doesn't really do that much. It is a ba- it is a banging film, and it's great that it's within the Aliens franchise. Yep, is just in terms of being a good sequel, not not great. Um, yeah. Uh, Rocky Two. Rocky Two wasn't as good as Rocky One. Uh, Rocky One's a real slow burn though, so it's like it's not yeah. it's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, Mighty Ducks Two. Oh yeah, the Mighty Ducks Two, the introduction of the Knuckle Puck, the Goodwill Games, and can I just say, like when I when I was a kid, I loved these movies. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? Mm-hmm. Uh, then I moved to Canada, 
and I've had Canadians talk to me about these movies and it's just like it's the junior goodwill game so this is effectively like the the world juniors yeah right Canada's not even in it oh it's the USA and Iceland Ooh. Iceland's the big bad like and Canada like Canada gets a mention on the scoreboard and that's it it's like I've had so many can- Canadian hockey fans who are just like yeah. what the heck yeah <laughs> like um yeah you got any others good more Nah, I think we've had a good time. All right, sweet. All right, it's time for the quiz. All right. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, let's do this thing. You ready, Dave? Oh, I was born ready. Let's get down to quizness. Okay. Um. So, uh, just we're we're just gonna do quick fire format. I'm just gonna ask you uh, general knowledge movie quiz questions. Okay. You gotta do your best. All right, let's do this thing. Crash bang, wallop a do. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an absolute Star Wars deep cut Star Wars Gucci question right off the bat. Oh my! Uh, actually, no, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's good because okay. I probably would have got that wrong. Anyway. Um, in a Star Wars New Hope, what species is Admiral Akbar? Well, that's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay, the real first question: yeah. um, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Which U.S. president gives Callum McAllister directions? Oh, Donald Trump, in it. Correct. Okay, fr- in the movie Frozen. The giant snow monster that's placed that that attacks the guards in Elsa's palace. What's his name? I don't know. You're gonna have to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Is it Wampa, Marshmallow, Frosty, or Soft Scoop? Frosty. Nope. It is Marshmallow. No. Okay. In Finding Nemo, what is Nemo's dad's name? Marlon. Correct. Uh, what is the name of Andy's neighbor in Toy Story? Sid. Correct. What does Wally stand for in the movie Wally? God damn it! Ask me something else. We'll come back to it. Beauty and the Beast. What uh, the the clock and the candelabra in Beauty and the Beast? Uh-huh. What are the names? Cogsworth and Lumiere. Correct. Okay, in the movie Moana. Yeah. There is a giant crab who loves rocking a lot of bling. What is his name? I don't know. I I, I forgot his real name as well. Tomatoa. Tomatoa. Tomatoa has always been his name. He was a drab little crab once. Uh, bonus point. Uh, what is the name of the character voiced by a friend of the show, Alan Tudyk? Screw the game. We're talking about chicken. Hey, hey, the chicken. Hey, hey. Okay, last question. Last question. Okay. All right. In the in the in the Christmas movie Elf, directed by John Favreau. Yeah. Talk about bankable resumes. Mm-hmm. What does Buddy pour on his spaghetti? Is this multiple choice? Uh, is it A, pasta sauce, B, ketchup, C, gravy, or D, maple syrup? Maple syrup. Correcto! That's it. That's it. Sweet. 4 of 9%. 8%. Yeah. 80% could be an answer. All right. Oh, that's yeah. our T podcast for the day, for the week, for the month. For the No, it's not. That's not for the month. We'll be back again next week. Oh, we're don't, always here. We're always yeah, here. Don't get, don't fret. Uh, Rel- you can rely on us. Yeah. We'll be back. Easy. We'll be back with another quiz with uh, some more news and of course another main event and next week's main event is going to be can I have some thinking music please Dave mm. um, we should go with like a box just like, like scenes from a hat kind of thing that's amazing and then as people as, as more of our uh, more of our listeners give us more ideas we can just constantly put more scenes into the scenes from the hat which bring the like a that's amazing from the hat each week let's do it. I'm going to do it yeah, let's do it you want to do best character introduction yeah. Yep. Done. Seen That's unacceptable. All of a sudden, here they are, and what's the best character introductions? Oh, yeah. Yep. Already got some locked and loaded, friend. All right. 
Boom. Or, right. off, the, off the top of your head, give us a little teaser for next week. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. No. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage.